to Leadership Matters, a podcast hosted by me, Steve Parker. This is a series that brings a fresh perspective to leadership, motivation, and how to succeed by talking to a diverse range of CEOs, business managers, and world-class talent. We also offer some personal insights and tips to help you in your career. Each episode aims to provide a snapshot into the life and philosophy of some of Taiwan and the world's most successful leaders, and to find out more about why leadership matters. You know, I'm really super happy today to have Peter Crowhurst in the in the studio. He's hospitality trained. He's a great businessman. I've had the opportunity to work with Peter over a number of years in different guises. Um, he ran the British Chamber of Commerce when I was on the board here many, many years ago. Um, he originally went out to Asia in 1988, if you can believe it, out in uh, in Wuxi in China. A two-year gig in China turned into a 30-plus year odyssey in Hong Kong, Beijing, Shanghai, Taiwan, Singapore, and now in Yangon. Well, actually, I think he's now based out of the UK, but still leading the team there in Yangon. He's led multiple business units. He's worked in um, he's worked in the retail area. He's worked in insurance, um, and he's been a very very important part of the development of the British Chamber of Commerce in uh, in Yangon, Myanmar now for over ten years. And he's led a number of different organisations through some very very serious change processes. And it's part of this that I kind of want to talk. You're kind of like the disaster guy, Peter. You you've, you've been around the world, and things just kind of happen, right? Yeah, but it probably really started. Someone said, "Do you want to go to China?" And I said, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> why not? That's a great um, answer. Why not? Right in that in that period, it was a two year gig, but it actually turned into one because Tiananmen Square and the incident in 1988 got in the way. So th- this this is theme has kind of rolled through from Tiananmen Square. Um, fixing uh, small projects in in Hong Kong, going back to China, and ultimately working for a state enterprise, run, initially running their hotel, which is um, they'd recently taken over. Um, it was a disaster area. It became the top performing sort of four star branded hotel in in Beijing. This kind of led into okay, I got hauled into the head office. Uh, and he said, "Can you take on the the commercial office space I said, well, and the retail center?" I said, "Well, I have no experience." He said, "Well, he, he was very honest with me. He said, "Nor do we." Put me on a path of change management, I think is the word. And I think when you were going to like 1988, when you were going into China, I mean, you talk to certain people now coming out of universities. Their goal is to kind of you know they study a bit of Chinese, they want to do some international business, they want to get into China. It's a it's a place that not notwithstanding the kind of recent troubles with COVID and whatnot, but it's a place that people are actually aiming to go to. In 1988, was that a place that people wanted to go to or had even heard of? I'm talking from a Western perspective purely here. Um, they'd heard of it, but it was kind of a place where well, I've heard of it, but I don't, want to, I don't want to go there type thing. So what was that? Is, is that something, is that a personality thing? Or is that something, I mean, what would you say to people, young people now about, you know, opportunities that come up that they have never heard of or don't know anything about. Making a decision like that really, I think, comes down to personality. If you're if you're if you're if you're afraid, or if you're not confident, then you're not going to succeed. You've got to have a little bit of brass balls and confidence, quite honestly. But how do you get confidence? I mean, you know, uh, this is something we always tell people: like you've got to build confidence. You want to be a great leader, you've got to be confident. But you know, how many people are born? You were born confident. I guarantee that. <laughs> but, <laughs> Thank you. Know, but how do you build that? How can you develop that? Uh, yeah, I was no genius at school. Um, I think really you've just got to be very curious and probably a little bit of a nosy Parker um, to get in there. 
um, look at things, question things. And yeah, it was one of my bosses in the UK was a general called Martin Bolland, who worked for Metropole Hotels here in the UK. He, he said, you know, don't just take everything at face value. Look at things carefully. Look, really look at it. Explore things. Ask questions. And this builds your confidence. And you'll get not back, for sure. You'll get people telling you to get lost. And one or two people did tell me to get lost. But I said, well, I'm here to do a job. So you, you grow confidence. You will get knocked down. You will, and you've just got to pick yourself up, up and uh, brush yourself down and, and get on with it. And, and don't be afraid. And I think don't be afraid to ask the questions. If you're not sure, ask. If you get the question right, uh, or if you if you get start to sort of hit the right the right note and the right tone, you will your confidence will, will grow. You know what I hear from a lot of I hear from a lot of leaders this idea of kind of perseverance, and that seems to be something that sums up what you've kind of achieved in this world. It's like, and this is where the confidence comes from, right? You you build something, you work towards something, you persevere, you keep going. It was really frontier stuff, but it was, you know, on the business side, very, very much go for it politically, very, very fragile. On the 1st of February, and this is post-COVID because we went through COVID and actually I have to say, I have to say Myanmar did a really good job in controlling COVID. They shut, they slammed the door, cancelled all flights. If you wanted to come in or out, you needed letters, you need all sorts of things, special flights. Uh, that airport was dead for about two years. Uh, coming and going, there's a few people here and there, but that, that's that's it. But overall, the the, the, the rates were very low. Um, the sort of uh, they did a, they did a good job in in keeping it under control. Post coup, that didn't pan out so well because then there were import ex- restrictions, all sorts of things. Couldn't get medicines, couldn't get oxygen, and many other things. So, yeah, at, at this time, you're, you're running the British Chamber of Commerce, which is essentially an organization that is to encourage business, right? The exchange of business between two places. You're living in a place that's basically locked down. What did we do? We, we went online. We did education. <laughs> uh, we were doing loads of webinars and training courses. We couldn't do much business per se, but we just kept kept it going. But uh, and we were in touch with people like, you know, we were working very closely with the World Bank and others, you know, coming up with really, really quite useful, very, very useful presentations on economic situation. How's, you know, the movement of people, the economics to, to drive the, to drive the, uh, keep, keep the chamber relevant. And we work with the other chambers as well, because this is kind of, uh, guys, this is a non-compete thing. We better, better work together. But the, uh, the cream on the cake really came when the uh, when the coup happened on the first of February, two oh two one. Yeah, I was out in the early morning going to play golf with my missus, do nine holes on a Monday morning. Why not? Absolutely, we're there, and suddenly the phone is going crazy at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Peter, Peter, is yeah, there's been a coup. Okay, all right, okay, not not unexpected, but um, yeah, it's it's happening. And did you, at the moment you had a coup happening in the country, did you, did you just decide to leave or you stayed? I mean, what did you do? We, we stayed. Um, uh, so what, what happened was, you know, the first couple of weeks of the, of the coup, it was relatively peaceful, lots of, lots of protests. Um, probably week three, week four, post-coup day, it started getting very bloody. Nobody could really move around. You still, you still had the residuals of COVID and everything else going on, but... We, we just kept going. We're producing events, developing events around training, 
around health, uh, around energy, education, and these are, those are our, our three main main pillars. And that just kept us going. Um, and members really responded very, very well. They renewed. Peter, a couple of things. It's been really, really interesting talking to you today. And I, I heard you say this phrase, why not? And I think that's a really, really strong phrase. And I'm getting that message from you very, very strongly. Why not? Salary, you decided, was not important. Certainly not in the early stages, right? Take something because it's valuable and you're going to learn something from it. Don't be afraid of challenges, right? Face up to challenges. If something sounds difficult or you've never heard of it, don't just turn it down because you you don't know what it is. You don't think you can do it. Have a go at it. You've done that very much. This idea of curiosity, I, I you know, I like that as an idea, and I've heard that from a number of very successful people that I've talked to over the over the history of this podcast. Don't be afraid to fail, and I mean clearly circumstance <laughs> has kind of been against you in some ways um, but you've tackled those challenges head on and you've been successful in, in all of them as far as I can see don't be afraid to ask if you ask questions you learn from people and then you can take that learning and move on another thing which I've heard from you which I think is really interesting and this is really when you're facing up to this kind of treacherous situations that you've been involved in over the years is learn when and how to pivot you know, if the business is not working, then pivot, change, or do something so that the business can survive. And and the other, the last thing I've really heard very strongly from you is when you're facing these challenges, is that each of these challenges, you've made a decision to face up to these challenges. You haven't just let the challenges defeat you. You've made a decision and said, I'm going to stay, I'm going to try, I'm going to go through this, but you've made a conscious decision to interact and respond to the challenge. And I think that's one of the reasons why you're very successful in uh, these kind of high-risk environments that you've been involved in over the years. Peter, it's, it's been fantastic talking to you today, as always. Thanks My for your pleasure. time. My pleasure. Speak soon. You can listen to this podcast live on the fourth Monday of every month on ICRT and after that on the ICRT website, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Leadership Matters by Stephen Parker. You can also check out my social media. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, everywhere. We'll see you next time.